0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. This is Truth Light, and this is the light of truth, and uh, we are... Again, I'm so happy to constantly be coming to you from Flagstaff because that means that I'm not working so hard that I'm sleeping down in Sedona away from home. So this is lovely when every morning I can say we're coming to you live from Flagstaff, Arizona, instead of Sedona. Sedona is amazingly beautiful, but if you happen to be empathic, being there, for long periods of time, can be a bit much for your energy, and so I'm very empathic and it's nice to come back up into the forest up into the mountain and just really uh let Mother Nature and the energy of the nice grounding forest kind of have their way with me, <laughs> so it's another beautiful mountain morning here, and uh definitely enjoying it and uh I did get up about I think four thirty in the morning or something this morning just to watch the the shift from nightfall, you know, from nighttime to uh today. Here it's just amazing to see the mountains with the the sun coming up behind them. And so it's been a beautiful morning already, and I hope you are having a similar experience of your own kind today. Today we're going to speak about um fear and releasing the fear and uh how that uh came into my life and It's it's kind of an interesting story how that became a a priority in my life, something that I was really working on, and uh, so I'll share that with you today. Before we do anything, I do want to, uh, most of you know I work through Sacred Light of Sedona, in in Sedona, obviously, on Highway 179, and uh, I just want to wish Jessica a happy birthday. Jessica uh, started out as my student in Florida. Her family moved out here with my family. And we were going to be starting uh, really, really focusing on Mystical Truth, which is my company with my teachings and everything, and she was my assistant. And as the journey continued from Florida to Arizona and and just over this past year or two, Jessica has just blossomed into this amazingly talented energy healer and, and uh, psychic, and she even channels uh, Metatron and some other beings now, and... And uh, Archangel Metatron, that is, in case you're not familiar, you can Google him. He's a pretty popular guy. Anyway, um, so Jessica has just become this amazingly wonderful person in her own right and now has her own center. So now I'm teaching and doing mystical truth work through Jessica's center. Instead of her being my assistant, she owns the center that I work through. So it's kind of neat. And I just really want to wish her a happy birthday because I think this year is a major one for her and... You know, I just ask all of you to just send lots of love and excitement and, and just respect you know Jessica I love you you're my sister and uh, just I really 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 wish her the best of years and uh, so having said that we will uh, move on into our show and uh, by the way sacredlightofsedona.com obviously is the website there if you'd like to check out our calendar make appointments if you're coming into Sedona or anything like that Um, Also, you can find me at mysticaltruth.com, which I'm working on myself, so it's got its little hiccups, but it's functional. (laughs) You can see my progress with technical stuff as I go along trying to fix it. So, uh, Okay, so releasing the fear is our topic today, and it's an interesting story, and I don't share it with many people, but you know what? I am just shining the light of truth on everything these days and just stepping out of the closet, and here I am world, all of my mystical, you know, all of my mystical stuff, right? Life is not normal when you start walking this path sometimes. If if this is really your path and um, what's normal for you is not so normal for other people. And so I don't really think about it until I start to speak about things and I see the look on people's faces. But since I can't see your faces, I'll just talk about it and it'll all be good. So... When I left Orlando, I had to get out of Orlando because the energy was uh well, it's becoming very very dicey there. It's just energetically, you know. It's still beautiful, fabulous, no harsh words towards Orlando. So if you live there, don't get angry at me, but for me it wasn't working so well. <clears throat> there were a lot just tons of electronics that were really affecting me and a lot of anger and uh conflict and Depression and just all these different energies that I was really picking up on, and it was becoming harder and harder to keep my own energy level up because I'm so empathic. So, while I was waiting for everybody else to be ready for this move to Arizona, I moved to Vero Beach, which is a nice little beachside community. It's it's very quiet, at least it used to be. I think it's probably shifted now too because it was already changing when I left. But um, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was at the beach in Vero Beach, right, I went down and. I'm kind of communing with the ocean, which I have a really, you know, I grew up in Florida, so I've got a very strong attachment to the ocean. And after oh, after so many years, right in my 30s or so, um, the ocean started speaking to me, really speaking like I could hear her kind of speaking to me, which was uh, different for me because I don't usually hear auditory things. and uh, And so you know one time she spoke to me and it was very loud and booming and just this amazing voice concept you know and uh when i moved to vero beach then she she told me do not unpack you you need to leave and i'm thinking wow she you know i know there's nothing but love there so i i didn't really understand and uh and i was a little afraid to leave because i had lived in florida my whole life and although I wanted to move across country, I was still a little bit afraid. And so every time I would go to the ocean, again, she'd say, don't get comfortable. You need to leave, you know. And so I didn't get real comfortable. I didn't really unpack much. I was there until it was time to go, you know. But as I was there, she and I would have discussions. I would go down and meditate at the beach, and she would talk to me. And and uh, one of the things that she shared with me was that as As a human race, you know, the human culture, we need to release the fear. And that was my big lesson at the moment anyway, was releasing the fear. And uh, so from then on, almost every time I went, the first thing she would say to me is, have you released the fear? Are you releasing the fear? What are you doing to release the fear? (laughs) Everything was release the fear. And that sort of became my mantra after a while, Uh, You know, I would just, in my head, I would hear it a lot. When I would get into situations and I would be nervous about moving forward, I would hear release the fear. So I'm sharing this with you now, and I hope it helps. Excuse me, I am just having my first cup of coffee with you guys. That's what I do, my morning show, my morning coffee with you all. I'm still here in my jammies up in the loft, having my coffee in the mountains. It's kind of nice. Hopefully you'll catch some of that energy coming through the phone. So what is releasing the fear and why do we need to do it? I, some people think fear kind of helps us. You know, it, isn't that what helps us not get into situations that might be harmful to us and isn't that sort of the little alarm system that goes off when uh, when we're getting into a situation we need to back off of or if we need to move, that kind of thing. But in fact, fear, that's not fear. Uh, that's more of a, like inner, we have inner alarm systems, and you know, my old teacher had a uh, had a class they did on your seven alarm systems or your inner alarm systems or something, and it was amazing. <laughs> and for the life of me, I can't remember anything about the class except that it was amazing. And uh, but I know that I took stuff from it because it just you know gets so internalized when a class is very good, you don't have to remember the details. But that inner alarm system that we have tends to uh, make us aware really bringing fear what happens is when we feel that awareness come up we now attach fear to it because that's what we've been taught to do as as a culture in a society not all societies do that so once we become aware of oh something doesn't feel right or the hair on the back of your neck is thinning up or something just doesn't feel like you need to keep moving forward Understanding that that's an awareness, that's a red flag coming up and going, okay, you might want to look at things, assess this situation before you move forward or whatever it is you need to do, but we don't have to attach fear to it. So when it came to moving across country in an RV, having given up all my belongings, (laughs) things that have been my family for God knows how long and just cutting all ties and coming across country to Arizona, starting a new life, um, there was definitely some fear to be released, probably on my whole family's part, I would assume. And so, uh, you know, just taking that as an example, the way that, that we tried to handle things anyway, because we had a lot of challenges along the way, and a lot of you guys have already heard that story because we've talked about it in another show or two, Um, But it took us almost a month because of mechanical issues and whatnot to get from Florida to Arizona, which should have taken three or four days. And uh, so there were a lot of opportunities for fear. And although I did fall into fear-based stuff once in a while, I knew that it was important to walk through that and walk out of that fear-based spot of energy. Because once you get into fear, then you start becoming paralyzed. Once there's fear in the situation, then you're afraid to make a step in any direction because you're not actually listening to that inner alarm system and assessing the situation and moving through it in whatever direction you need to to get forward. Because once the fear moves in, you've almost shut the alarm system off and gone, okay, fear is how we're dealing with this. It's just kind of this catch-all energy. And so... It was a challenge not to move into fear. But I think we did well with it. And it was because of the ocean. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It was because of the ocean talking me through this release the fear thing for almost a year ahead of time. And so as crazy as that may sound, we have I have all kinds of stories about the ocean and mystical experiences. And it's uh, just a phenomenal energy. And And, you know, okay, a little side note. Because... I can, because I have the phone. <laughs> I, have the, I have the microphone. So <clears throat> when we get messages from the ocean, in a lot of cases, there is an ocean energy, and there are actually several ocean energies that work with the different oceans around the world. This is what I've been told by the ocean. Okay, And so we have those different energies that if we traveled the world and just spoke to the ocean, we would become very familiar with those. which energy is with which ocean. You know, And I would imagine that you could probably study the different cultures throughout history around the world <clears throat> and you could probably get a feel for what each energy was without even having to go around the world yourself. And then because of, this is something that I was shown in a meditation as well, <clears throat> because of the content of the ocean water, somehow it makes an easy communication system for off-world beings. And so when I first began connecting to the council, which is a huge group of off-world beings from many, 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 many different places, and it's it's not always the same. It's There is a council that apparently they all belong to. They use the word council because I'll understand that, but it's something huge, like a federation or something. And, and so when I started working with them, I did it at the ocean. And what they told me was, I thought it was just that I was more relaxed there. What they told me was it was easier for them to communicate because of the ocean water somehow. And I don't get the science behind it, but there was apparently science behind it. And then once I got that communication field uh, set up, then I was I was more able to connect and it didn't matter where I did it from. And so I do have a, a channel on YouTube. Uh, it's The Mystic's Place. And it's just all one word, The Mystic's Place. And that's my channel on YouTube. And that's where the messages from the council were coming through. It was about, I I guess it was not this past November, but the last one, that time frame, they had a lot of messages coming out. Um, And I think we have like 16 videos on there. If you guys would like to check those out, it's just me channeling. So sometimes it's slow, sometimes it's faint, sometimes it's fast. You never know what's going to come because it's, it's really just me channeling them and it being recorded. So anyway... That little side note, you guys are welcome to check that out if you'd like to see what they had to say about our world and our culture. So when we come back to fear and releasing it, we have to understand that right now, more so than ever before, we live in a very fear-based society. It's um, it's quite interesting to see, you know, because I kind of detach myself um, from mainstream society, I suppose you could say. I don't really... I don't really watch the TV shows and things that most people do. I don't uh, I don't go see the movies. I listen to totally different, you know, I listen to like meditation music and whatever. Sometimes, you know, I'll put on stuff that I can dance to and whatever. But I'm pretty particular about what what I allow into my energy. And so I tend to be a little detached from what's going on in the world. And then when I view what's going on in the world, I see it from a different perspective. It's really kind of neat how when you step out, of all the hype, all the media hype, all the everything that they're trying to feed us. You know, whoever they are, they're trying to feed us. They you can see that it's being manipulated, the media is being manipulated, the entertainment uh, industry is being manipulated. Everything is being manipulated to create a fear base. So how do we release the fear when everything around us is saying be afraid, or we 're going to uh, you know they're kind of creating this net of fear all around us, so how do we release the fear it 's an interesting interesting question, and it 's even more interesting to do so what what we need to do first of all is decide you know when you when you interact with people, when you partake in The news stories, when you read books, when you watch movies, when you watch TV shows, when you go to concerts, when you, whatever you might be doing, everything that you do with your energy, if you can think of it like you are an appliance, like the blender or something, right? You are an appliance, a fan. Let's go with a fan. That's a really good one. You are a fan, right? One of those standing tall tower fans. And Every time that you interact with somebody, you're taking your plug and you're plugging into their energy, and their energy comes through you and is spit back out your fan. So you're saying, as you interact with people, I'm going to plug into your energy and I'm going to accept that into my energy. And then by doing so, I'm going to emit that energy to everyone and everything around me. So maybe being aware of the things that we plug into. That's, I think, the first step to releasing the fear is not plugging into fear-based things. You know? So, in my opinion, and, I mean, I've been doing this a long time, helping people through this, and, you know, um, in my opinion, when we want to shift our energy and what's going on in it, we, we need to watch what we plug into. So, having said that, that's a first major step you can take. And really as you start unplugging from the things that, if you just kind of detach for a little bit from things, just step back and let your energy come back to its own space and maybe plug into things that are really positive, things that are healing, things that are relaxing, things that you choose. I choose to put this into my energy field. You know, If you do that for a while and then come back and look at what's going on around you, you can see it from a whole different point of view. It's, really interesting you know they choose to report all this stuff that's going on that you know can be a little overwhelming i mean come on seriously it used to be that we only had news from from our own country and sometimes maybe something from one or two other countries and that was it now we're dealing with the effects of everything that's going on globally that is a lot to take in and this creates overwhelming fear in a lot of people or they just totally shut down and they don't know what's going on anyway. And then that creates fear because, well, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm just going to keep my eyes down and and not really pay attention because I just can't even handle it, you know? And so there are many different ways that we deal with it. Uh, In most cases, unless we're consciously deciding how we're going to deal with it, it, uh, it's not real healthy for us. So when it comes to releasing the fear, there's that being aware of what's going on, but being aware of what's really going on, not not what they're telling us is going on. You know, sometimes the media can be a little bit like a magician or an illusionist. I guess an illusionist is more the, the term. When there's a big hype going on in the media, in my experience through life, what I've found is it's good to, um, instead of getting caught up like the Casey Anthony thing, okay, Instead of getting caught up with the Casey Anthony thing, which really how does one, how does it affect your life? It's just a soap opera that people are watching on TV. You know? It's nothing nothing that does any good to watch. However, people were so caught up in it. If you stopped and looked around at okay, so they want us all to look over here because they're making a huge media hype out of something that 20 years ago wouldn't have been even more than just a headline or two. What are they not wanting us to see? And they meaning the government, the powers that be, whatever. You know, take a look around. What's going on with the government? What is the president doing? What is big corporation doing? What what are they what bills are they passing through while we're all looking over here? And not to get all political, it's just a just Just a way for you to understand how you can begin to release the fear. Don't necessarily go where you're being told to go. Stop and decide which way is the best for me to go? Which way is the best for me to look? What do I want to be plugging into and understanding? So as we consciously take more of a responsibility for what's coming into our consciousness and our awareness, this helps to eliminate the fear. The other thing we need to understand is that fear and faith, fear and love, fear and joy cannot coexist. It's pretty interesting. The moment the fear energy comes into something, it it can only be there if faith is lacking. It can only be there when joy has left the building. So there is no harmony, there is no bliss if there is Fear. So what I've found through life is that it is sort of a ongoing process. So when we uh are seeking to release the fear, okay? And and again I'll use my own situation as an example because I happen I just happen to have one going on right now you know we've talked about the fact that i've taken on the office right next to sacred light of sedona for my own my own business stuff as well so that i can i can do my spiritual practice out of sacred light of sedona and the more intense things because some of the things i do are journeys of intention which are uh very intense very um very deep and you need no distractions that kind of thing and uh i do a lot of real deep healing work with people who have gone through trauma and and different things and so they really need privacy so we've got this this other office that was right next to sacred light of sedona and i kept playing with perhaps renting it out but i just didn't know if the time was right well finally the time was right i kind of got the push from spirit and i did it signed the leases ready to go i'm working on all the licensing all that stuff right now and what i found when when i would work with jessica i'd work in meditation myself with spirit and I, I would have her sort of do readings on me because sometimes it's good to have somebody else talk to because she she talks to my guides like like I do when I do a reading for people. And so, you know, the one thing that it kept coming back to was this little kernel of fear that was in me and uh, because am I going to put all the money into this and then find out that it doesn't go anywhere and then I'm out all that money and, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I know because I had a center in Sedona before and it was up and running within a few months and it was fine, But still there was that fear within me. And so, uh, you know, what it came down to was, again, I got the message, you know, release the fear. And so that's what I'm doing day by day. Every time that that swell of, oh, my God, what did I just do? Am I insane? Oh, my God, what did I just do? I stop, I breathe and I ask myself, do I have faith? Do I live in a space of faith or do I live in a space of fear? Because it can't be both. And so moment by moment, we make the decision to be fearful or faithful. So it's up to us every single moment. And what we forget is that every moment is is different than the last. And so we have to make that choice every single moment. And it gets less and less of something that we have to think about, uh, and more and more something that just comes naturally as we go along, but uh, at the beginning, we sometimes have to remind ourselves, you know no i 'm living in faith and this this really only works if you, if you have all the components working together now in sedonia you 'll see a lot of people who are walking in faith, but there is nothing logical behind it. so uh, what 's really happening in a lot of cases, you know when you see those people who are just, everything's good and everything is going to be perfect and there's nothing but perfection in the world. And and all of that can be true. It's all in how you see it, and I understand that. But what I find through my 30-odd years of working with people in the spiritual field is that in a lot of cases when people don't have that balance, uh there's just a balance that's missing somehow. And it's actually fear that fear of the, of the mass consciousness, of the, of the masses, the regular world people, the worldly people. It's a fear of existing in this third dimensional world and working and doing what we do on our earthbound life that has them going so far over to this supposedly spiritual aspect of things. The reality is we're a spirit in a body. So our our thing here, our challenge here is to learn how to have the two cooperate and intertwine with one another in a an harmonious balance. So when we get too far to the, I'm not I'm not paying attention to the third dimensional world at all, you know. And when I say unplug and that kind of thing, I'm not saying don't pay attention to the third dimensional world. I'm saying choose what you want to pay attention to in the third dimensional world. So it doesn't have to be news and whatnot. It can be the good stuff, the fabulous stuff. There's all kinds of inspirational stories going on. We just don't ever hear about those. There's every bit as much, if not more, of the good stuff going on than the bad stuff, but the bad stuff is what they choose to report on, so that's what we get. So just that choosing what we're going to plug into, but but not completely unplugging from the third dimensional world altogether. That's not healthy or balanced either, and that comes from a place of fear. So although they're preaching that everything's perfect, everything is in its divine order, and everything, you know, and and in some senses when they're balanced and they're saying this, that's true because that's what they're choosing to plug into, and that's fine because they're not running from the rest of the world and just not like, la, 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 I can't see you. It's not that. It's that they're choosing consciously what they're going to plug into and in their world this is what they see this divine order this divine timing this divinity and that's fabulous because they're not saying the rest doesn't exist really you know they're saying this is what exists for me in the world the people who are a little airy fairy as we call them in Sedona a little airy fairy (laughs) Uh, they tend to be really just repelling from the uh the regular third dimensional world and really only wanting to live in that spiritual side of themselves, which is completely ignoring the earthbound body and the earthbound experience. And the reason they do this is out of fear. In most cases, 98% of the cases, that's what it is. And so it's still living in fear, even though they say, oh, I'm completely with faith, I just live with faith, I live my life with faith, I just flow with faith. Well, no, you don't. Because if you did you would you wouldn't be fearful of the rest of the earthbound world so really being honest with ourselves about when are we just repelling away from that which we fear still in fear that fear being the motivational factor and when are we choosing you know what that that whole thing the whole media thing that's that's not really for me i don't you know, there's we could we could do a whole lot of shows on the media and and what's happening there and we probably will, but I'll do that when I have some other people who who've really studied that come on with me. But not plugging into that fear mongering kind of consciousness. We can choose to plug into the inspirational, the the uh the joyful, the blissful, the harmonic, that that kind of thing, the loving consciousness that's here on earth. So by doing so, every time we make that choice to unplug from the fear base and plug in to love, harmony, honesty, joy, we're making that choice. We're retraining our consciousness, our cells, everything inside of us, our brain chemistry. Everything is being retrained. Right? We don't do this fear thing anymore. We plug into this just understanding that if we're walking in faith, we know that we're okay no matter what really all fear if you if you bring it all the way back to its source is a fear of dying and you may not think so you may think no i'm afraid of heights or no i'm afraid of spiders or whatever it may be i'm afraid of whatever it is it's you can trace it back to a fear of dying whether it's you dying or someone someone you love dying it's a fear of dying and so if you trace it all the way back to the core, you'll find that's what it is. So if we come to terms with our physical and spiritual nature in their truth, in what they truly are, our inner being, that that energetic vibration, fingerprint of energy that we are and always have been, is going to continue just fine. The only thing that will happen is we drop off the body and we move on. It's our attachments to things and our It's not even the fear of dying. For some people, it is. It is. I have to say, for me and my folks that I know, it's not so much the fear of dying, it's the fear of leaving all that we know. Because we don't feel like we know what's out there, and we feel like we'll miss what's here. And so, that's in a lot of cases the connection that's needing to be uh, sort of fixed there, you know? For a lot of people, the fear of dying is they don't understand what happens when, when they die and so uh and it's also the fear of losing and the fear of loss and all that. So everything boils down to that fear of dying. So if we're living in a space where we're faithful, full of faith, and we understand that everything is truly in its divine order when it comes to our spiritual being, and that when we leave this world, we leave this world, it's fine. If we're in that light, On a normal basis, and we choose to be in that light over and over and over again with every decision we make, every we just more decisions than not are made from a light space, then we become less and less filled with fear because they can't exist in the same space. So we're going to. uh, since we, we don't have a lot of people on chat and everything today and it seems to be a nice uh, sort of a quiet day, not a nice quiet day because we like when people are here, but it seems to be kind of a quiet day. So we're going to do our uh, our meditation at 10 minutes before the show is over. So, uh, you know, if you're listening on the archives, it'll be about 50 minutes in and so that leaves us with about 17 more minutes to talk. And, uh I will say if anybody's listening that I don't know about, because a lot of people are listening online and I don't see that, um, if you'd like to call in and make comments or have questions, please do. It's 347-677-1443. I would love to hear from you. I will be cutting off all calls at 10 minutes till the end so that we can do that meditation because I've found that people really miss that. And I want to have it in a consistent space. So having said that, uh. When, when we're trying to move through a situation that can be fearful, like, like opening a business, okay, Uh, or starting school or getting into a relationship or getting out of a relationship, or really, it comes in the new beginnings of life, in a lot of cases, or, you know, In some cases, we we have money. A lot of people in our country right now are going through, in the world, I suppose, are going through some financial issues, career issues, that kind of thing, where, you know what, things are not like I expected, things are not like I planned for, and, oh, my God, what do I do now? And that fear really can seep in. So when we've got all of this stuff going on anyway, why on earth would we start plugging into things that create more fear? So when you have conversations with people, if they're ones who get caught up in the emotions of things, unplug from those people for a little bit. They're not serving you. If when you plug into a conversation with somebody and they get all amped up and dramatic and melodramatic and full of, you know, oh, well, you better do this and you better do that or else, and, you know, your life is going to fall apart, And why would you choose to be in a conversation with that person? Unplug from those conversations. Plug into conversations with people who understand how to just calmly walk you through things or give you insight or just be there for you to talk to without it becoming a big dramatic thing. Because the second that emotions come into the situation, the second that there's that charge of energy, you can feel it. It's like an energy surge. When there's that charge of dramatic energy, back away just unplug and back away that is not going to serve you or anybody else it's only going to serve to feed the fear so this week you know this weekend this month whatever i would i would just encourage you to sort of get a feel for who feeds the fear and what situations in your life feed the fear and who and what in your life feeds the faith the faith that everything is fine if there's a sh- uh, a situation or a challenge in life that, that you're not understanding how to move through or you don't know how to get from here to there, then all we really need to do is step back from it, detach a little bit, get a clearer picture. It's like if you're trying to untangle a necklace, you know, or shoestring or whatever. And, you know, if you've got a big ball of twine that's all knotted up, are you going to be right in there up on it trying to untie it and, and get him frustrated? Are you going to? sort of back up a little bit and try to make sense of the knot and go well where is that and you know and try to just make sense of it calmly i know a lot of people get tense and frustrated and throw it down and walk away whatever but the way to untangle it (laughs) is to stop relax step back and make sense of the knot to figure out how how it can be untangled you can't do that when you're all dramatic and emotional and upset about the knot being there and getting tense and blah you know you're actually picking up on the energy that we put with a knot the knot isn't tense the knot's just doing its thing we're the ones who get tense about it and it's ridiculous to see what a knotted ball of twine can do to people but it's very symbolic of what happens in your life so when you get a ball of twine and somebody's like can you unravel this for me how do you handle that that's a really good gauge How do you handle that? If you can step back and calmly look at it and and do your thing and try to untangle it, great. If you get all cranked up about it, maybe you want to look at how do you approach things that, that bring up fear or bring up agitation or any of those things because they actually all link back to fear. When we get angry, stressed out, agitated, irritated, somewhere along the line, we're afraid of losing something, whether it be time or whatever we're afraid of losing something so for me as i'm moving through this process of starting a business and i get these oh my god oh my god what did i do i mean i'm just a girl right i'm just a mom trying to get my boys out on their own becoming good young men trying to uh be there for my clients and and be a good role model and walk my talk always and you know so just a little bit of pressure i put on myself you know, and uh, and now I'm opening a business. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but I can choose to be fearful, or I can choose to be full of joy and faith. I would not have had the inspiration in such detail to start this business, and I would not have had the push if the timing wasn't right. And I am full of faith in that knowledge. So I know that that the solutions will always be there. I know that the opportunities will always be there, I know that I will be guided through this as long as I stay relaxed and I don't feed the fear. That one kernel of a concept within you can destroy everything. It can destroy relationships between loved ones, between romances, between working relationships, anything when you're Filled with fear of, am I going to lose my job? Or does this person like me? Or I'm afraid my kids are going to go do something that will what? Oh, probably we're afraid it'll end them up, you know, in an accident or something and dead. Again, that fear of death. Um, when we give into that, <clears throat> we we can't have that flow of love. And so, especially in relationships or any kind of relationship, whether it's Close loved ones, or whether it's people we work with, or people on the street, or if we allow that fear to rise in us, it spreads like wildfire. It just does. And so, if we're fe- fearful, then the other people go, Well, what's going on? They get combative. You know, if we're afraid, there must be a reason to be afraid. And so, they pick up on that energetically. And either they also become fearful and it's this weird resistance. Or they become almost combative. Some people react that way. Like uh, my oldest son, you know, when someone seems fearful, he gets enraged, <laughs> which really doesn't help the other person, I gotta say. Because, <laughs> you know, he's big and bald and tattooed and scary. And so if he perceives fear, and this is a lot of people, it's not just him, he's just one of many, 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 many. When he, <clears throat> when he senses fear in the area, he becomes combative because what, why are you afraid? What's going on? What do I need to be ready to fight? It's just his natural reaction. And so it's that way for a lot of people. Or the other relax, reaction is that then they become fear-based as well because they may be empathic and they feel that fear. Oh, if you're afraid, I must be too. And so it really does a number on relationships of all kinds on opportunities you know if we move into an opportunity in life and we're in fear we hold back it's just like when you were a kid and you were jumping off the merry-go-round if you held back you'd get hurt or you're jumping off the swing or all the crazy things we used to jump off of right if we don't listen to that inner being going jump and we just do it then without hesitation we trip we fall we hurt our ankle whatever it might be if we just jump It pretty much always worked out well. So what are the areas in life that hold you back? What are the areas where fear creeps in? And what are the areas where you're plugging into fear instead of faith, fear instead of love, fear instead of honesty, fear instead of joy? consciously look at the things that and see yourself as like that tower fan or, or whatever analogy works for you. But I think that's a fabulous one because once we plug into something, that energy comes into our vibration and whether we like it or not, we're emitting that. So if you're hanging out with low vibrational people or people that live in fear, or you know, the soap opera drama kind of people, you're plugging into that energy and even if you walk away from that situation into the rest of your day-to-day life, you carry that vibration with you. So you're emitting that. Our vibration goes out anywhere from one to six feet usually, sometimes bigger, you know, but uh, in that range. And so you're like this little tower emitting this energy of doom and gloom or fear or whatever it might be. Whether you're thinking about it or not, you're still emitting it. So on the flip side, if you're plugging into really positive stuff, right, and then you happen to go, like I plug into a lot of positive stuff, and then when I work with somebody who's going through some fear or anger or whatever it might be, which all boils down to fear, right, so it's all fearful, um, I can go into that environment and I'm emitting the stuff that I have been plugging into. So the person immediately feels a little bit better just being in the same room with me, typically. Or they feel more afraid, (laughs) Because their inner being goes, oh, crap, there's definitely change coming, you know. So, uh, but eventually they, they're they able to be embraced by that loving and vibration, be embraced by that joy and bliss that I do my best to carry with me. It's a conscious effort. We consciously choose every moment. What are we plugging into? When you're driving in the car, do you have on, like, you know, oh, what was me, country music or angry music or whatever it may be right whatever and most of the music out there is pretty is pretty uh negative in its own way most of it so or do you put on like an audiobook of Wayne Dyer or or you know something like that something uplifting something inspirational something that is helping you plug into a, a more empowering vibration what do you do with your time that's sort of downtime. What do you do with it? What do you feed yourself with? So we want to consciously choose to plug into to the enlightening, empowering energy. That fear-based uh, energy needs to be less and less of a choice for us if we want to release the fear in life. And by releasing the fear, suddenly there's no reason not to move forward. The only thing that holds us back in life is Fear. It all boils down to that energy. So if we can release that, then we're able to uh, just move forward and just be in a place where we see the beauty and the inspiration that's around us because this world is full of it and it's a really untapped resource because most people here on earth are plugging into the fear base. That's what the media is showing you. That's what the government is showing you. That's what schools are showing you. That's what everybody is showing you is the fear base. <clears throat> even churches in most cases, even churches and religions are fear based, not inspirational. And so even when people go, Well, I'll just start going to church. Well, depending on the church you go to, that could be almost more harm than good. You know? So you really want to just not take for granted that, oh, this must be I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and uh <clears throat> you know listen to this person because they're they're from my church or they're a religious leader or whatever make that judgment for yourself does it bring up fear or does it bring up joy faith trust in the universe trust in god trust in whatever you know what does it bring up in you and if it brings up any source of fear <clears throat> or the oh crap i better do whatever because then unplug from that and go to something that that doesn't bring that up something that brings up, wow, everything is fabulous, I can move forward, everything's good. And when we consciously make that choice over and over again, we train ourselves, we train our brain, we train everything inside of us, our being as a, as a whole, mind, body, spirit, that we want to plug into faith, that we want to plug into inspiration, and that we really don't want anything to do with that whole fear thing. And then we just, every choice that we make to plug into inspiration and happiness and love and joy, is releasing the fear. It doesn't have to be a, okay, but how do I release the fear? I know you say to plug into all these things, but how do I release the fear? That is how you release the fear. It's really simple. When you have a choice between the two, always go with the one that's going to be inspirational, that's going to be filled with faith, that's going to be joyful, loving, honest. And when you plug into that, you've released the fear just a little bit more. And the more you plug into that, the more you release the fear. It's really actually pretty simple. It's just a conscious choice in every moment that comes up where you have a choice, which is every moment, right? So embracing this and and not necessarily going, oh, fear, you're horrible, get away. I'm blocking you out of my life. I'm consciously blocking you out of my life. All you're actually doing is feeding more energy to it. Because you're thinking about blocking it out of your life instead of just thinking about bringing other stuff in, so it's just like if you have um like a whole lot of like a glass that's just got a tiny bit of sludge in the bottom, you know, so see that as your fear, or maybe it's half full of sludge, and you keep pouring clear water in clear water in, you're not thinking about how do I get rid of the sludge. You're just pouring the clear water in, and as you do, the sludge kind of goes out the top as it overfills. And eventually you have a clean a clean thing of water, right? Hello, Texas Pearl, how are you? It not only dilutes the fear, you're right, she says it dilutes the fear, it does, but then if you keep pouring, if you keep choosing that clear water or that clear energy, eventually there's not going to be any fear left. And you can live a fearful a fear fear free life. Good grief, that was hard to get out. Fear, say that five times fast. Fear-free life. (laughs) So uh, we are down to just about time for the meditation. I really want to make sure we get that in today. Um, So I also want to let you guys know that you can find me at mysticaltruth.com. Also, 12weekcoaching.com is, both of them are are sort of being worked on, but they're functional. And uh, sacredlightofsedona.com is Sacred Light of Sedona is the center I work through. So any of those, you can call and make an appointment. You can email me, you can touch base with me. You can also find me on Facebook uh, through the link on Blog Talk or email me at Blog Talk. So <laughs> very she says fear fear free life times five. Very good. <laughs> she did it. <laughs> so Okay, we're going to go ahead and just uh take a moment for our morning meditation because I'll tell you, I really miss it when we do when we don't do that and uh and I hear from people that they miss it as well. So if you would just take a moment and relax. And then just we just want to bring our attention to the center of our being. And we want to just feel this beautiful beam of light that moves through us. It's just sort of pulsating up and down. And this beam of light is always there. All we're doing is tuning into our true energetic inner being. So we're going to take some nice deep breaths. And as we do, we feel ourselves more comfy in our chair, wherever it is you're sitting. And we feel our awareness become more in tune with this beautiful light that's within And with every breath in and every breath out, this light becomes brighter, more intense. And we release everything else because our focus is just on this light. And then we allow this light to expand itself just a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger so that it takes up the full center of our being it's almost like this column of light coming through the top of our head and down through us down into the ground and just breathe and we feel this light just being charged from the universe and moving down into mother earth just a bit and just connecting us with her in a manner that keeps us grounded here in a healthy way so that we can enjoy all she has to offer and we can exchange our love and admiration back and forth with her. And so we feel this energy moving up and down. And we see it move out the top of our head all the way up, all the way beyond where our eyes can see. And we see it just moving up and spiraling. Just the higher it gets, the freer it gets. And and we feel this energy that's moving through our physical body just sort of expand out in a poof. And it takes us about three feet around us and it's just this beautiful circle of light around us. And we just allow this energy from the universe to come through us and emit out, maybe three feet or four feet around us. And we just see it sparkling and beginning to swirl in a clockwise motion and just relaxing and calming everything it touches, bringing that beautiful enlightenment to every bit of energy around us, to the air molecules, the water molecules within us and around us. And we see it now move about three feet below our our feet, down into the ground. And we see it calming the ground beneath us. And we ask that this just, Stay intact, this beautiful bubble around us, and we see it just three feet above us and three feet below us, so that as we walk through our day, this bubble of light sort of caresses and clears everything in front of us as we move, even even down under the ground, being cleansed and calmed, so that as we move into energy, it's already prepared for us, it's already beautiful for us to walk into. And we see these beautiful sparkles, almost like we're in a snow globe, but it's just this beautiful sparkle of energy. A nice deep breath, really centering ourselves in it and feeling at home. And then we see this energy move out beyond the circle all the way through the environment we're in. If you're in a house or work or wherever you are, we just see this energy move throughout the environment Cleansing and blessing and bringing in love and harmony and faith, and just allowing it to sort of dissolve anything that's non harmonious, anything that might create obstacles that aren't necessary for our highest and greatest good, and we allow it to move throughout the city we 're in, throughout the state, throughout the country we just see it expanding just sort of like this beautiful flowing wave all the time, nice deep breaths. And we see this beautiful light, almost like a rainbow now. And it's sparkling and it's moving gently around the earth. And we just see it sort of randomly caressing the earth around and around so that it's eventually, eventually moving through all parts of the world, just in its own random pattern. And we feel this beautiful love and faithful energy moving around from the universe, caressing down through us and moving out through this energy that's just sharing with the world. And we see it move not only around the world, but now we see it begin to move down into the different layers of the earth and calming the different volcanoes and earthquake fault lines and the different water channels throughout the earth. And we just we just see it calming everything, allowing this love and beauty from the universe to just share itself with Mother Earth. And we see it move down into the core and we just share this light, this love, this gratitude, this respect with Mother Earth and we just assist her in the shifts and changes she's going through in whatever manner she needs, just lending extra light and love and calm energy so that whatever shifts need to occur may and they may in the way that best serves Mother Earth and and all of the counterparts, meaning the people, the animals, the plants, everything, and it's all highest and greatest good, just knowing that love and light is all we need to bring this about, true love and light, and just letting it flow through us. And then we allow this energy to move back out around Mother Earth, all the way out to the atmosphere, and we just see this beautiful, beautiful sparkling light moving all around the Earth, all the way out to the atmospheric realm and just calming all of the energy around Mother Earth from all the way out there. And then we see it move beyond the atmosphere and we just share this with the universes, the cosmos, the all the things we are one with that we don't even know about. And then bring your awareness back to Mother Earth and bring your awareness back to the state that you're in the environment you're in and back into your physical being and just leave this other energy out to just flow and do its thing all day long knowing that it'll be beautiful as you encounter it along your way take some nice deep breaths and feel your own energy centering now becoming your own it's that light is moving up from that pillar down into the earth and back up into your solar plexus and The light from above is still moving through you. That connection is always there, as is the one to Mother Earth. But we bring our awareness back down into our heart chakra. And just take some nice deep breaths and allow those two lights to meet and just bring this beautiful flow of energy through your chakras. Knowing that this space can be centered upon at any point. All it takes is a nice deep breath and relaxation. And back you come to this space, this moment. Clear in mind, clear in thought, clear in spirit. Able to release anything that doesn't serve you and embrace all that that all that does. And with this awareness, take one more deep breath, relax and open your eyes and come back into the regular earthbound world. I hope that you all have an amazing day. We have just about a minute left. And, uh, so again, I want to say very happy birthday to my, my, my just sister, deep, deep, heartfelt friend, Jessica at Sacred Light of Sedona. I think you guys should all just call her and say happy birthday, Jessica. (laughs) Anyway, I hope she has a fabulous year and I hope each and every one of you also has a fabulous year from this day forward and, and, uh, I hope you'll join us again Monday. Have a fabulous weekend. And uh, go ahead and hit follow. on. Blog. I'm trying to see how many follows we can get on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook. So we're just building all that. So if you guys want to hit follow, that would be great. And uh, share with your friends. And hopefully we will see you again next week. All right. Everybody have a fabulous day. And we will see you on Monday. With Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.